8.45. I'm Chuck Ann's Levitch for West Virginia Morning. Ghosts and goblins and things that go bump in the night are still part of the spooky Halloween story. Ahead, a story about a haunted boat. Ghost stories. We've all heard them. And they usually involve an element of fear. But what about a playful prankster who just wants to have a bit of fun on the boat he used to own? That story and more coming up on this West Virginia Morning. Support for West Virginia Morning is proudly provided by Luke Frazier. A possible agreement between General Motors and its workers' union could put an eastern panhandle facility back to work. Curtis Tate has more. GM and the United Auto Workers reached a tentative deal on Monday to end a nearly six-week strike that idled a distribution center in Martinsburg. The GM deal is expected to be similar to ones reached with Ford and Stellantis, the parent company of Chrysler. About 100 employees in Martinsburg have been part of the strike for five weeks. Workers at all three companies would have to ratify any agreement, which is expected to include a pay increase and more generous retirement contributions. GM's largest plant in North America, in Spring Hill, Tennessee, joined the strike on Saturday. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Curtis Tate in Charleston. Funding for school construction projects across the state will see an increase that compensates for inflation. Randy Oey has the story. West Virginia School Building Authority allocates school building projects by the square foot. It found the about $300 per square foot allowance operative since 2019 did not cover pandemic inflation cost increases. At its Monday meeting, the SBA increased the square footage cost allowance by 46% to more than $430 per square foot. SBA Executive Director Andy Neptune says districts that have already passed bonds need to resubmit. And let's look at that number to see, you know, how we need to be working with this because ultimately we want to get this balanced out and not uh, deal with any more deficit numbers. Neptune says the SBA has removed its supplemental funding policy and county school systems will be responsible for any cost overruns. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Randy Yowie in Charleston. It's 847. This is West Virginia Morning. In the weather forecast for West Virginia, variable cloudiness today with highs in the upper 40s to the low 50s. Tonight, partly cloudy with lows in the mid-30s to the mid-40s. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with highs in the upper 30s and 40s. Sunny on Thursday with highs in the upper 40s to the mid-50s. and things that go bump in the night are a big part of the spooky Halloween story. But are ghosts always scary? Eclectopia host Jim Lang brings us a story about a haunted local boat that the owner says is just fine with him. Ghost stories. We've all heard them. And they usually involve an element of fear. But what about a playful prankster who just wants to have a bit of fun? on the boat he used to own. So 
touches the story of Harry Wilson, former owner of the stern wheeler, the Hobby 3. Current owner, J.D. Polly, tells us the story. Harry Wilson started building the boat in 1977, the Hobby 3. He owned a hobby shop in Belpre, Ohio. This was his dream. And he, I mean, he took this boat to Pittsburgh. He took this boat up here to Charleston Regatta. I mean, he was all over the place with it in the time frame, you know, from 85 to 92, he was all over the place with this boat. Him and his wife, Louise, ran the boat until he passed in the pilot house, docking the boat in 92. And then his wife sold the boat to a gentleman here in Nitro named Brian Honecker. I ran the boat for four years while Brian owned it. My good friend at the time, Denny Dawson, and myself ended up purchasing the boat. He sold out to my, my wife back in 14 or 15. We bought him out of his half of the boat. And everybody says he was a prankster. I mean, you can tell by some of the pictures with his red and green suspenders on, he, he owned a hobby shop. I mean, he played with toys. You know, everybody asks, you know, what, what's a hobby, hobby three? Well, he owned a hobby shop and this was his third boat. But there have been some interesting things go on on the boat. We'll be working on it some, yeah, you know, just weird noises. You'll pack up, go to lunch, come back, have, make sure everything's off, but the radio will be on when you come back. Yeah, the AM, FM, you know, you'll have music playing. During the night, a marine radio will kick on. You know, and you got to press a button to turn it on. A door will open and shut, just out of nowhere. There's things, you know, you do things on the boat, will disappear, will come back, things have moved. We, we'll look for something, and it's hidden. It's weird. I think one of the best things was... One year we were on our way taking the boat to Marietta. I don't remember what year it was. Denny was running the boat. We were running, getting into Marietta. The wind beat us all day long. I mean, 10, 15, 20 mile an hour gusts all day long. Just, we got up to Marietta and they said, we saved your spot. Okay, we we're talking to them on the radio. We had the Lakey Murray and the JF Angler tied off on each side of us. And we had like 50 foot of boat and they had 52 feet to fit us in. Like, well, this is gonna be fun. Denny made the comment, Harry, if you've never helped us before, now's the time. The wind literally stopped. We went in, never touched the boat, got docked, the wind picked right back up again. Don't know, true story. It's hard to say, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, just because right there in that bend of the river in Marietta, it's always windy and it's really, it's tough to get docked, especially if you're going in between a couple boats because these things don't handle like a sports car and they're a big sail. A couple more instances, um, you're sleeping at night and you know all the lights are off in the boat and you, you, you get startled, you wake up and there's a light on. You don't hear anything. but Like any old light? in Well, the it's chamber. usually one in the front downstairs in the main salon. One of the one of the Sconson's lights. There's just a light hanging on the wall, and you'll hear, and the light will come on. But there's nobody else on the boat but me and the wife, and we're sleeping. <laughs> you know? yeah. It's just little things like that. I mean, it, it's kind of a running joke amongst the boaters. Something will happen. As I've Harry's around, or you know, I never met Harry personally. I met Louise that fall. We went to Marietta with it, and Louise came down. Harry's wife. When she came down to the boat and walked in it, she literally started crying. 
and it's like what did we do and it's like no this is this is this is what we wanted to do mm-hmm. Harry would have loved this and I kind of made the comment well I think he's still here <laughs> and she said I wouldn't doubt it he loved this boat and since then she's passed but uh, did she ask you at that point why you made that statement no she never asked she just figured you know she, she made the comment that yeah I figure he is yeah. this, this was his dream it's kind of a kind of a good story. I wish I would have met him, but I feel I know him <laughs> by, by some of the things that happened. Never really experienced a feeling that you know somebody's watching me from behind or mm-hmm. somebody's over in the corner setting. No, no, never. The picture I showed you downstairs was always on an end table, right under the light that always got turned on mm-hmm. for some reason. <laughs> like I said, I don't know. It's interesting, and you know, I I hope we give him a comfortable place to hang out. You know, it don't bother me. It don't bother the wife. I mean, we're all we're all good with it. She just says, "Get up, and turn the light off." <laughs> so, but you know, it's no, it's yeah, it's not really a big deal. But we know this was his pride and joy. This was his dream in life, and we hope we carry on the tradition for him. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Jim Lang. Finally, on this Halloween. The West Virginia State Police have provided the public with some safety tips for trick-or-treating. Emily Rice has more. The state police advise any children under 12 years old should be accompanied by an adult during trick-or-treating activities. Participants should only cross streets when it is safe to do so and at crossing locations. The state police also advise drivers to be aware of children crossing roadways. They suggest parents should add reflective tape to costumes to help with visibility at night. The state police reminded not only drivers but pedestrians not to be distracted by electronic devices during the hours designated for Halloween activities. Finally, they advise parents should inspect all candy and treats collected by children before consumption. For Appalachia Health News, I'm Emily Rice in Charleston. West Virginia Morning is a production of West Virginia Public Broadcasting, which is solely responsible for its content. You can keep up with the latest West Virginia news throughout the day at our website, wvpublic.org. Support for our news bureaus comes from Shepherd University. West Virginia Morning is produced with help from Bill Lynch, Brianna Heaney, Caroline McGregor, Chris Schultz, Curtis Tate, Emily Rice, Eric Douglas, Liz McCormick, and Randy Yoey. Caroline McGregor is our assistant news director, and she produced today's show. I'm Chuck Ann Zalevich. This has been West Virginia Morning.